Welcome to AAF District Forecast, the show that puts you in touch with advertising leaders, emerging talent, and industry news from across Florida and the Caribbean. And now, here are your hosts, John Ruff and Communications Co-Chair, Jacob Edenfield. Welcome to a special edition of the AAF District Forecast. I'm your host, immediate past governor, John Ruff. This year, our current governor, G. Williams, has completely revamped the way our conferences work, and we're super excited about it. We're bringing more professional development to the conferences, and since these speakers are so amazing, we decided to interview them afterwards. Here's interview two. All right, once again, from the Voice of Advertising Summit powered by AAF District 4, my name is John Ruff, and I am actually sitting across the table from another John. And John, you are with Film Florida. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so tell us a little about about who you are, what you do, and what Film Florida is. Sure. Uh, um, First, thanks for having me on. Um, Film Florida is a statewide not-for-profit Um, We represent all aspects of the film, television, and digital media production industry here in the state of Florida. Organization has been around since the late 90s. I am currently the executive director, which means I try and wrangle the cats, uh, keep people on the same page, keep our initiatives moving forward. Uh, We're a statewide membership organization, and we have members from Pensacola down to Key West. And, um, you know, so they, they... touch all different aspects of the industry. You know, we have a lot of, um, you know, people that work directly in the industry, industry professionals, companies, a couple of labor uh, organizations, colleges and universities, some students, some tourism entities, a lot of local film commissions. So uh, people that are all aspects of the the industry. And, and ultimately the goal is to keep the industry moving forward, moving in the right direction and, and grow and strengthen the industry and, and get more opportunities for everybody that works here. How did you end up in this position? Well, uh, let's see. So I was, I mean, I actually born and raised in the Chicago area, moved to Florida in 1998 to work in the industry. Um, I was a post-production guy, like video editing, and realized a couple, you know, relatively quickly once I got down to Florida that I really liked the operation side of the business more than necessarily, you know, sitting in front of a computer and editing. And so worked 18 years in the industry uh, for a small company in Orlando and um, moved through the, the organization. You know, small company, yet people do a lot of different things. And so I had grown into a role that was part operations, part finance, part marketing. Um, and then when, when Film Florida, I, at the time I was a, a member of the organization, just a volunteer member through our company, they decided that they needed a full-time executive director for the organization to continue to grow. And the timing worked out and I had the background, you know, with a little bit of everything uh, that, that I could do the current role, um, which is, you know, part marketing, part, you know, membership sales and, and retention and um, operations and finance and all these things that just kind of, you know, all my background came together and, and at the right time at the right place. Awesome. So what is the state, what is the state of filming in Florida right now? It's a mixed bag. Um, you know, commercial production is very, very strong, always has been, always will be. Um, independent films, I mean, Florida is, is really well known for its independent films. Um, we're growing in the made-for-TV movie market. Um, that, that's all the good stuff. The, the challenging stuff is, is we definitely struggle to attract major feature film and television series. And now with 
the advent of all the different streaming services, there literally is more money available to produce content than there ever has been before. And, um, you know, we're, we're not doing a great job of attracting the bigger budgets. And at a time when almost literally people are going around the world with checkbooks open saying, who wants my money to, to produce content, uh, as a state, we're, we're not doing a good enough job to, uh, in attracting that business. And then why is it important to bring film here? What, what's, what's the benefit? Well, there are a lot of different benefits. I mean, from the kind of warm and fuzzy side, we'll start there, is that, you know, Florida was, was one of the original homes to film and television production, you know, back in the early 1900s when, the, you know, Jack, Norman Studios in Jacksonville was one of the first silent film studios in, in America. And, and you know, f- our industry is part of the fabric of what Florida is. I mean, a lot of when people think of Florida, a lot of times their impressions come from things they've seen in film and television. And I mean, that that's kind of our image, our brand. And so from that perspective, it's really important to continue. From a, a, a nuts and bolts perspective, you know, the average annual wage for someone that works in our industry is over $90,000 a year. They're high wage, high tech jobs, blue collar, white collar. Um, you know, so at a time when wages are an important topic, uh, not just in Florida, but, you know, nationwide, worldwide, uh, we're an industry that provides high wage jobs. You know, on top of that, our industry spends money. Like w- w- our industry is one of the few industries that is practically re- recession proof. Um, you know, an average feature film or television series, streaming series will spend $20 million a pop in a couple months time. You do the quick math, they're going to spend a hundred dollars to $150,000 a day in a local community, you know, point to one area of the state that wouldn't like an extra $100,000 pumped into their economy every single day for three or four months at a time. And so, um, and we, we, we spend money fast as an industry. Uh, we don't tax our natural resources. We're a green industry. And so a lot of things that I think the future of Florida uh, is important for, um, I think we check all the right boxes. So I'm, I'm a case study of the indirect benefits of bringing film to Florida. So okay. I'm a classic car guy. Okay. Uh, when the right stuff came to Florida, they used two of my cars for a bunch of the scenes. So these things normally drain my bank account, right? <laughs> it was so nice to get a little bit of money for having these things. And it was so rewarding to see it on Disney Plus. Like, oh, there's my car, oh, there's my car, you know? It was such a neat thing. And, and the car community in general, like, you know, we we brought people from, you know, all over and and all these people got money for having their cars. And, and just to be on the set and see it happen and see the actors, it was such a neat thing and to get paid for it. Yeah. So I mean, that's a great story. I mean, there's there's a lot of indirect benefits from our industry, whether it be, you know, I, I know people on the right stuff also when they filmed here that they wanted to use their house uh, and they paid them they paid them literally thousands of dollars to use their house, put them up in hotels while they were using it. They, and then they, when they were done, they, they repainted things. They, you know, bought new furniture for them, you know, because it was just part of the, the package. Um, not to mention, you know, the indirect jobs of carpenters, electricians, you know, the amount of real estate uh, and financial services, police officers, security guards, all these type of things that people don't normally think about the industry. 
are great beneficiaries of the industry when, when a bigger show comes to town. So what are your, uh, what are some fun stories about, about filming in Florida? Uh, you know, a good story is I have a friend that, uh, lives over in the Bay area and, uh, his, his wife and daughter are big Hallmark fans. Hallmark movies. And a couple of years ago, uh, when they were filming some Hallmark movies down in Pinellas County, um, they were looking for extras. And so I connected a couple of people and it was really cool to see them in the film when it came out on, on Hallmark. But more importantly, it was kind of, you know, a young girl and just the joy in, in her eyes of being able to be part of something that, that was, that was really cool. That's always fun. Um, you know, I think I get the most joy hearing the success stories from the crew in that, you know, there's no substitute for people who are really good at their job being able to do it at a high quality for a long period of time. And so when when a show like The Right Stuff comes in or when, when Bloodline was down in the Keys or Ballers or any of these, these big shows. And I hear the stories from, from our members of the organization that they worked three months, four months, five months at a time. Like it, that is really cool to hear. And it, it kind of motivates you to want to continue working to grow the industry and because you want more of that. Not yeah. less of it, yeah. A shot in the arm, you know? Yes. Always helps. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I didn't know Caddyshack was filmed in Florida. Yes. Where? It was in um, in Southeast Florida, um, in uh, in Broward County, and I, I think it was Broward and, and, and Palm Beach between the two. And yeah, they actually, I mean, the, the, the story on Caddyshack was that um, they did most of it in Florida, because they didn't want the executives near the filming. <laughs> I mean, it would have made sense to do it in California. Sure. But they they figured out a way to do it in Florida. And, uh, you know, there's there's really some historical stuff in that. I mean, the, the most famous, well, the, the two of the most famous scenes in the movie, um, obviously the, 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 the uh, caddies doing the synchronized swimming, uh, that was at a country club down down in uh, in Broward, and then the um, Bill Murray, you know, hitting the the mums with the the weed whacker. Uh, apparently, as the story goes, that was not scripted. That oh, wow. was they they gave him they gave him the the flowers and they gave him the weed whacker and said, "Have at it." And they did a couple of different versions, but apparently like that was all just in his head. And, and, you know, the, I mean, people recite that line, the whole, it's in the hole, it, you know, is, is been used for decades now. Yeah. And that was not in the script. That was all ad lib. Well, he's such an improviser anyways. I yeah. mean, you know, you look at Ghostbusters and, and watch him improv. Um, so Parenthood was filmed at Universal Studios. Yes. So I didn't know that. I, I know that there were some Central Florida where they shot on location in central Florida yes. or, or was it all filmed in? Well, it was, it was based uh, at their home base was Universal Studio, Studios, uh, the production area. And they did, did some of the stuff on the back lot. They definitely used uh, different locations throughout central Florida. Um, you know, we did, we did a, a social media campaign a couple of years ago where we were showing some of the locations from, um, you know, things that have been filmed here. And the funny one was the, uh, 
the little uh, photo booth that you used to have in the middle of parking lots when people had film cameras and they'd drop them off and, you know, kind of little drive through. And um, that thing was long gone. It was just an empty parking lot at that point. And, but we still had the photo from the actual photo mat booth that they used on, on the set. So, yeah. So you talked about Dolphin Tail that was filmed in uh, Clearwater. Uh, tell us, tell the listeners about, um, about how that helped save the aquarium. Well, yeah, I mean, as, as the story goes, the Clearwater Marine Aquarium was struggling and uh, it was having a hard time, you know, paying bills, getting people to, to go there. Um, and so when, when winter um, showed up, their, their new executive director at the time, his name was David Yates, who's a, a great friend of the organization and a great friend of the industry, um, you know, they, David had some history in, in PR and, uh, and, and a little bit in the film industry at the time. And, and they came up with the idea and, you know, they, it, it was not necessarily about making money or anything at the time. It was about telling the great story of Winter the Dolphin. And, but yeah, they were struggling mightily. And then the film came out and they went, you know, within a couple of months from, you know, 75,000 visitors a year to more than, uh, you know, 200, uh, you know, 200 million or 200,000 immediately. And I think they peaked out uh, over a million uh, visitors a year. Now they're, they're steady in that 750,000 visitors wow. a year. Um, that, the, the increased tourism in Pinellas County led to 11,000 permanent jobs that continue. So, I mean, like it wasn't just a one-time hit and then they went away. Like this is over, over more than a decade now, over 11,000 permanent jobs. I mean, the one study that was done by, I think it was the University of Tampa said that, that in, in um, the immediate following years, it had more than a $580 million economic impact wow. in the, in the area. And I mean, they've, They've completely renovated the entire aquarium um, and and added to it. It's phenomenal now, and it all started with Winter the Dolphin, and the the true story about the second film is that Hope, who is the second little dolphin that they that was featured in the the second film, um, they Hope got to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium during the rat party for Dolphin Tail 1. So all of those people that had just finished filming Dolphin Tail were all there, all on site, and they got a call that another little dolphin that was having a hard time was about to be delivered. So that night, like, they, they basically saw the next film playing out right in front of them. I mean, it took a couple of years to figure it out and get it all into in on, on film, but... Um, it was it was kind of magical the way it all came together, and I mean, unfortunately, we we lost Winter. Yeah. Um, but I mean, her legacy is is not just about money or jobs or the film. I mean, the impact that that dolphin had on the the amputee community was just phenomenal. And so, I mean, that's really the legacy is is that. Of, of inclusion and making feel pe people feel comfortable and all of that. And that will truly live on. I remember the, the time that we went uh, to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium 
it was a phenomenal experience. And I mean, talking about tourism in our industry, I mean, when my brother and his family came down a couple of years after the, the film, they were spending some time in, in uh, Orlando and his exact quote to me was, yeah, and then we got to go over to the coast to see that dolphin. Yeah. Because his, his little kids had seen the movie and, and you know, we're forcing them to go see Winter. So Bloodline was a super popular Netflix yep. series. Um, I've seen every episode twice. <laughs> um, talk a little bit about what that did for the keys that a lot of people really don't think about. Yeah. So film tourism is real. Um, first and foremost, we talked about it with Dolphin Tail and Bloodline is another example of it. So season one of Bloodline uh, came out on Netflix. And first of all, the production spent more than $30 million in the South Florida area between Monroe and Miami-Dade counties. And let's, let's be clear, that's not, that's not talent salaries. No, no, that is local spend in, into the economy. Um, that's, yeah, cold, hard cash that went into people that work in the industry, restaurants, bars, hotels, uh, rental boats, you know, all the things that, that you would see in, in the Keys, all of those people benefited from the production spending. Then the series comes out, the first season is, is a hit. Uh, you know, a year or so later, um, the Monroe County Tourism Development Council did a survey and a study, pretty extensive study, and they found that more than $65 million in incremental tourism came in directly from people that went to the Keys because they saw Bloodline. They watched it on TV, said, wow, that place looks awesome, let's go there, and spent an additional $65 million in the, the local economy just from that. And that was just season one. Uh, the show got more popular after season two. Uh, unfortunately, it ended uh, abruptly after season three. Yeah. And, but it's still on Netflix and people are still watching it and people are still going to the Keys to this day and saying that they're there because they wanted to go see Bloodline where it was filmed. So if people wanted to get more information about Film Florida or if even wanted to get more involved with Film Florida, what do they do? Well, I, first thing would be go to our website. It's filmflorida.org. Um, make sure you get the .org. And uh, as I mentioned, we're a, a membership-based organization, so we, we welcome any and all members. We have uh, student memberships that are as low as $25 a year. We have individual memberships that are to, uh, $75 a year. And then uh, our corporate memberships start at $250 a year and up. Um, that's, you know, if, if you want to get engaged and get involved, that's the best way to do it. If people just want to follow along, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We also have a podcast and you can find the Film Florida podcast on all kinds of different uh, podcast outlets if you just uh, search for it. So, uh, and we encourage people, even if they're, they're not necessarily in the industry, um, we're always looking for, for people to support. So, you know, if, if membership isn't your thing, that's all right. You know, listen to the podcast or, you know, uh, get on our mailing list and, and follow along. And, and you know, because when we're doing different initiatives, we oftentimes need support from people that aren't our members and just want to help out the industry. Sure. Well, John, thanks so much. That was fantastic. I, I learned a lot. I've been, I go to Tallahassee every year with AAF and we lobby on, on behalf of, of the film industry here in the state. But I learned a lot today and I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Happy to be here. Thanks. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for what's new in District 4.